Okay, so uh, <clears throat> three, two, one. Untitled Beatles podcast. So we've talked about EMI rejected Paul's original wish to have this be a double album. And in 2018, when they did the archive reissue of this, again, the first remaster of this title since 93, they released a special limited original Red Rose Speedway double album. I've got the vinyl of it here. That's awesome. And it's fun. I bought it at the time because I kind of figured this wouldn't be in print very long. And this is based on the original McCartney acetate of this track listing and I happen to think we talk about getting from Hands of Love into Power Cut being a little thoughtless in the medley. The track listing feels crazy and ridiculous to me. <laughs> Thank goodness it wasn't this. I can imagine EMI was like, how is this going to sell? It opens with Night Out, which had not been officially released until this 2018 stuff when they released a lot of the sessions and stuff that was going to be on Cold Cuts. And a lot of that stuff came out after being bootlegged forever. And then it goes to Get on the Right Thing, followed by Country Dreamer, Big Barn Bed, and My Love's The Side Closer. What the fuck? <laughs> well, he kept Big Barn Bed and My Love. Like, those two seem to be grafted together. Well, I don't know, man. Okay, let's talk about this. To me, Night Out, this is the proper opener. It's a studio jam at Abbey Road. It almost has that birthday energy. The organ part, it's all cool at the end. It's groovy. Again, never played in concert. <laughs> no. <laughs> but to me, this was such a better opener than Big Barn Bed. That's what I think. To me, this burns more barns than Big Barn Bed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bed burner. I mean... <laughs> Uh, it's definitely a whoa, 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 whoa. My love does it good. By the way, beds are burning. Totally ripped off smoke on the water. Just got to say it. Yeah, and smoke on the water ripped off the Phantom of the Opera riff that was <laughs> stolen from Pink Floyd. <laughs> Which was written by Willie Dixon. <laughs> and covered by Willie Nelson, of course. Yeah, who eats at Kenny Rogers Roasters. Teacher says, get your shit together. <laughs> Teacher says, we get it, you own Zeppelin 4, so does everybody. <laughs> Teacher says, check out my Zoso tattoo. It's a tramp stamp. <laughs> Teacher says, real fans don't call it Zeppelin 4. There is no Zeppelin 4. Yeah, real fans say... <laughs> Real fans call it untitled. Just like us. Thank you. <laughs> Night out. That is a proper opener. Okay. Uh, it's a proper opener for a different album. Night, mm. uh, hmm. Night out uh, opens this the way Drive My Car opens yesterday and today. <laughs> Big Barn Bed opens the official one the way That's I've just good. seen a face opens what should be the official rubber sole. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun, it's a great tune. I know this one had been bootlegged for a long time. I'd never heard it until the reissue came out. 18 was the first time I'd heard this tune. It's cool. It's like a studio rock out that's, it's almost like Rocky or Mumbo. Yeah. Except this has better lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has less lyrics. <laughs> yes, it, yes, it does. 
Yeah, then it goes into Get on the Right Thing. Okay, Country Dreamer. We talked about this one a little bit on our uh, B-Sides episode. I would have kept this one. Me on my country dreamer. Make a country dream come true. It's a great song that's been married on the official McCartney issues to both Red Rose Speedway and Band on the Run. The only song thus far that's been repeated in the same version on two official McCartney archive collections as Country Dreamer. Even they don't know where to put it. Yeah. It's in his lyrics book, though. He talks about it. Simplicity. That's the one word description of my philosophy. That was Linda's, too. We loved freedom, nature, all the good things in life. And there's a double entendre in there. Would you like to do it too, May? I'm calling her May, and I'm aware that it can be taken as, would you like to do it with me? So there's an erotic aspect to it, says Paul. Yes. Dirty dog, dirty Sanchez, Paul. Between this and my love and Blackbird, enough with the fucking. (laughs) Do it in the road. I just want to fuck. Yeah. I just want to fuck you. You. We get it, Paul. You're a horny one. You're a horn dog. You're libido. Paulie was a horn dog. Shag a bird. Yeah, then Big Barn Bed, then My Love. I mean, it's decent. I'll tell you what, I don't know. I think the double album would have been cool. Would it have gone to number one? No, I don't think so. No, because it would have been priced uh, accordingly, and I don't know that people would have justified. Although My Love being such a hit, who knows? Mm. Side two opens with Single Pigeon. Okay, we're familiar with that. And this goes Single Pigeon, When the Night, and then Seaside Woman. Thank you. uh, A Linda lead (laughs) vocal, which was later released under the band name Susie and the Red Stripes. Yeah. On Epic, I think uh, CBS I think Records, right. Epic handled that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Papa, catch the fish from the bottom of the sea. Mama, fix his net. She keep an eye on me. Dainty little mama, smile all day. Cook your sweet potato at night, she lay. This is the first song Linda wrote, Seaside Woman. It was written after their first visit to Jamaica. And I guess when they recorded this, Paul didn't have a snare drum. So he's like banging on a, a, a drum, I guess it has some ropes, presumably in lieu of metal snares. He's, he said he used a drum with ropes. <laughs> and it's a different mix than the one that's on Linda's Wide Prairie record, which is, we should deep dish that. Yes. Uh, there's some like different guitar things in there. This song has been played 33 times in concert. Yeah. How about that? How about that? But never since um, 72? You think so? It was all that yeah, year? Those, uh, I think so. Those uh, university concerts around that time? Something like that? I like Paul kind of reggae talking during this. It's kind of fun when yeah. Paul's just kind of... They really got into reggae. Yeah. Like Lee Scratch Perry, weren't they involved with him a little bit? I, th- I want to say he produced a, a few of those things. I know they were involved with Tyler Perry. I know that the Medea Goes to Camp movie, <laughs> I know, was a big deal for Paul. That's what they That's used to the No More Lonely Nights dance mix for. <laughs> Bubba dabba dabba. You know, as I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done 
for me. My soul cries out hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. And then it goes into I Lie Around, which is the B-side of Live and Let Die. This is Denny's song. We talked about this song as well in our 70s B-sides episode. Sumptuous. Another sumptuous, Another sumptuous song. This, this song is the cover of Wildlife. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. It's yeah. the, the pictorial version of that. I lie around, around. And then side two ends with The Mess, live in The Hague, recorded in Holland. Yeah, again, I would have kept The Mess. I See, I would have, I agree. I think I would have liked more rockers on, on Red Rose Speedway, my Red Rose Speedway. Mine. <laughs> Not my Red Rose Speedway. Sail away The Mess is great, and The Mess is one of those songs that's been around for hundreds of thousands of copies, if not millions, because of the B-side to being on My Love, and yet it's a Paul McCartney obscurity. Yeah. Because this thing didn't you know, get the digital treatment, certainly, until the first Red Rose Speedway CD came out, but it was kind of a forgotten track. It's a ripoff of <laughs> a song by the band. Really? Yeah, there's a there's a, a song called The Shape I'm In. Go out yonder, peace in the valley. Come downtown, have to rumble in the alley. Oh, you don't know the shape I'm in. It kind of rips off that band tune, and then it goes in a bunch of different directions. This song also feels like a medley and it's weirdly edited and it's weird to begin with it's a it's such a crazy little track for like five five minutes in yeah i dig it and i think it's a more successful medley than the the hug me type medley i agree with you it certainly rocks harder and they're yeah. they're playing great live one thing i don't understand is again i do not have the red rose archive box set but i don't believe studio mess was released i think that still remains unreleased and i don't understand why unless i'm wrong yeah i can't remember because i too don't own the big jumbo gnome special crate thing or whatever of of red rose speedway but i thought i saw it was on some vinyl version of some super duper release but i could be wrong about that too it does exist i know um yeah you found it on youtube i think right so allow me and my friend google to help out here you can, in fact, find the studio version on YouTube, and it was, in fact, part of the 2018 Archive Collection box set, which included a third disc of bonus tracks and outtakes, including the studio recording of The Mess, which has some fun mouth noises and farting sounds in it. We obviously need to listen to it.
Side three opens with another live track. This one from Antwerp, uh, Belgium. Best friend, a.k.a. Why did you treat me so bad? Considered to be a message to John. I love this song. He's got some Elvis stutters in there. I dig this. I would have put this, I would have kept this on the record. I like this song a lot. This is one I've never heard a studio version of, and I don't care. I love this song. It's sung so well. I mean, God bless, every song means something different. But I take this song over Dear Friend 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, yeah. I love, this is... Because Dear Friend is sappily appealing to John, and this is just to rock out what connected them originally. This one feels yeah. like the most authentic John-connected song Paul ever wrote, mm. even more than here today. Yeah. I just love what he's saying and the way he's singing it and the way the band's playing it. The drums are great in this, great tune, and this is a great version of it. And it also speaks to, this is that time of how do you sleep, and too many people, and they're feud. This is during that. So in a way, this is another, just as Dear Friend was kind of offering a truce, waving the white flag or whatever, this also speaks to that too, but also gives it a little more, you know, wanting to work it out. We can work it out, whatever. Like, why did you treat me so bad? He, he still wants an answer. Like, he wants to repair, but he also wants their, you know, what doesn't want them to just drift apart as unfortunately they will kind of do. Yeah. But, you know, back in 72, you know, there's still this like, hey, man, we can still be mates or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then the business stuff continued to get in between them. Yeah. And it, it's money, you know, m- money. We all know the story. It's that um, that you never give me your money book details mm-hmm. is better than any other place I've ever read it. But yeah, so I adore this song, and this was another, I'd heard this on bootlegs before, and I think on another Wings concert bootleg, but this great remastered version just blew me away when I heard it. It's great. And after Best Friend, then you just basically have the ending of Side 2, but ending Side 3, where it goes from loop, uh, first uh, Guardian of the Moon, into the, (laughs) which by many people said was Jim Tomey. (laughs) <laughs> Tommy drills one high and deep to center. Away, way, way back. Jim Tommy has just left Jacobs Field onto Eagle Avenue. And, uh, you know, then you get into the medley in the exact same arrangement. Uh, all the songs that are repeated are the exact same takes and arrangements. Um, but, yeah, so it's a weird. It's only three songs. Of course, the medley's got four songs in it, but... The album's got three songs. The uh, this side, it's weird. Yeah, and then the final side, side four, it opens with "Mama's Little Girl." Very wildlife feel on this. Kind of a hey diddle, bip bop kind of a thing. Yeah, 
can I tell you the first time I heard this? Sure. On the on the casingo of Put It There. That's how it was released. It's yeah, it yeah. ended up as the B side in 1990. Yes. So it was just sitting on the shelves for whatever that is, 18 years, right? Yeah. It's insane. It's a little like When Winter Comes being the last track on McCartney 3 recorded during oh, the Flowers in the Dirt sessions. That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. So strange. The best song on the on McCartney 3, by the way. God bless you, women and wives and, and every, <laughs> you know, come on. But like, I love them when it comes. Yeah. So, and so that opens up side four. It's, I think it's a cool kind of a curious side opener. Then we get Denny with his, uh, his, uh, yeah, his Bay City Rollers pop song. I would only smile. I really like this song. I agree. I would. It would have been cool if like, Paul really wanted Wings to be a band. Other people would have their songs. You know, George. George got some songs <laughs> on Beatles records. <laughs> right. Yes, he did. But even that was fraught with the of first course. couple. It was here. Sing what we wrote. Joel. We've heard. Don't bother me. Now do these songs that we've written for you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you know, the more things change, the more that they stay the same. I, I do like this song. I say I. I would dare to say that this song is more tuneful or driven than some of Paul's material on the record. I would take this over my love. Hot take. Okay, I was about to agree with you, and then I'm jumping ship <laughs> when, when you say better than Maybe I went love. too far. Maybe I went too far. Well, in fairness, whoa, 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 Denny does it good. <laughs> Denny's does it good. Why wasn't that a Denny's commercial? For like, moons over my hammy. Well, because the lyric's not Denny. <laughs> well, it is if you've heard the... <laughs> How random would that be? <laughs> this is why my advertising career was a short-lived one. Um, this is maybe my favorite Denny Lane song. Sure. It's great. Yeah, there's a surprise chord, that diminished kind of chord in there. It's almost like a George Harrison song. Harrison. Yes, it totally is. And he... Um, it, I'd much rather hear this than any of his two songs about children on London Town. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then it goes into One More Kiss, and then... <laughs> this is a cover. A song called Tragedy. Tragedy. 
Cue the Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul invents disco, I guess. So there you go, Steve Dahl. Disco demolition. Blame Paul McCartney, who is a rock and roller. Now, how conflicted are you? Yeah, doll. Should I? You're gonna charge me to hear you talk about it on your podcast? <laughs> oh, by the way, join our Patreon. It's it's cheap. You can get your name read on the program from time to time. Patreon, Untitled Beatles. Thank you. No, but seriously, thank you to all our Patreon yeah, subscribers. Thank you. thank you. We'd like to thank you once again. Uh, TJ, no, this is not a cover of the Bee Gees. I'm sorry. This is a a song. Who had the hit with it? The Fleetwoods did. Okay, 1961. They who gave the world Mr. Blue, I think. Same outfit. It was also hit in 59, I guess. Thomas Wayne and the Delons. <laughs> the Delons. <laughs> Wind and storm Gone's the sun Run the stars My dark has come You've gone from me This is a cover. To me, this is a, this band is not Wings, TJ. It's Wings of a Turkey. I nearly passed out from the tryptophan on this song, <laughs> which is also a myth, I believe, but whatever. And also, it is uh, April. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving, eh? Make sure we're clear. Oh, the SC tabs some back bacon. Um, I love this. Oh, this you one, love it. Okay. Uh, this is one I've heard for a long time, bootleg. This is, but yeah. all, it always sounded like it was on a tape. Every version I'd heard of this ha had like tape hiss. Yeah, because it came from Denny Sywell's Acetate, which had a different sequence of the proposed double album. That one was dated December 13th. And then Paul, the Paul McCartney archive team at the Skywalker Ranch uncovered <laughs> the, uh, the one that was dated January 30th, 1973. And Paul was like, ah, yes, this is the one I seem to remember. Yeah. And that's the one that they ultimately uh, released uh, in 2018. Uh, but yeah, this song, I mean, clearly the amount of rehearsal and production that went into this, the use of a sitar in this is that's cool. Awesome. You know, Paul's solo career, other than Run, Devil, Run and the Russian album, don't have... Paul's solo career is not loaded with covers. I mean, no. you know, he did... For, for some soundtracks, he did Maybe Baby for a soundtrack, that Elvis project, and he did Partially or Abracadabra for that Ian Drury uh, uh, tribute record. But he doesn't do a lot of covers. And to put this kind of rehearsal... I think, did they do Richard Corey and Wings Over America, that Paul Simon tune? Now I'm I'm getting way off, off topic here, know. but um, I love how beautifully performed it is, and it's still weird with the sitar coming in and out of it. I think it's stunning. That's cool. Yeah. And then it closes with Little Lamb Dragonfly, which, yeah, I think it's a proper closer. Over the medley? That's what's so weird, is you've got two, like... Not just side closers. I want you, She's So Heavy is not an album closer. It's a perfect side closer. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I agree. I'm the Walrus probably isn't an album closer. It's a side closer, although only in America, apparently. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I forget what order it is because uh, the EP, the double EP, had the songs in a different order. I forget. Yeah. But we, you know, we're Americans. We broke free from that tyranny. <laughs>
So let's talk about some outtakes. There's a few of them. One I quite like. Thank you, darling. This is a toss-off, but it's a fun toss-off. I think we make a great B-side. Uh, to yes. me, this this is like the sequel to Thank You, Girl. Thank You, Darling. I think it's musically an improvement, but that's me. It needs louder, more reverb-drenched harmonica. <laughs> They've played this one twice in concert. They played it at Hull University and the lunchtime show at Nottingham University in 1972. Where I uh, right by the Oxfam, where I bought that Lieutenant Pigeon single. <laughs> I've also been to an Oxfam in Birmingham, where I bought the original British uh, Happy Xmas forty five wow. and a British vinyl All the Best with a different track list. Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama, <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs> well, I took it to Birmingham and I burned him. <laughs> yeah, I also burned books. I just grew it for freedom. <laughs> I like this song. I'm not sure why it was never released. I think it's great. And I also like the next song, Jazz Street. It has almost like... <laughs> uh, you laugh. It's, I mean, it's a little long. It's Paul. It's, five, it's long. five minutes. But it's got that Barnaby Jones feel, you know? There's that yes, 70s detective does. cop thing going on. There's a lot going on. It's very much like loop. I'm getting a lot of like stoner ear munchies, you know, with the guitar panning. The, there's like a freak out with the guitar panning. Yes. For all you that's part of the song. <laughs> yeah. You can like, you could probably have a aural seizure from that. <laughs> As opposed to an oral seizure, <laughs> which Paul sings about in My Love. And Mumbo. <laughs> um another one never played live this to me is maybe like the birth of 1985 i feel like i get that vibe yes that's a great connection yes don't you think yeah, yeah. that piano that kind of drives a little yeah i dig it too another one i'm very surprised i like this one this one clocking in at six and a half minutes the live version of 1882 oh it's great i love this He'd been working on this, I think, since 1970. This is mm. one that he'd been working on and, and figuring out. And there is there are studio takes of this as well. I don't know if those were officially released or not, but the live one has been. Yeah, it hasn't surfaced. The, there might be a studio version from 72. And there's demos that exist from 70, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the few songs that's like, uh, well, I wouldn't say that, but I mean, Paul's telling like a very specific story here. It's about a poor boy stealing bread and getting caught. 
You'll be tarred. You'll be feathered. You'll be drawn. You'll be quartered. This is some heavy, heavy lyrics here. But yeah, there's, it's like a slow. It's, uh, that's why I'm surprised I liked it because it was like, you know, I tend not to like slow, slow songs. But there's like a blues, like math waltz going on in the St. James Infirmary kind of a vibe for me. I love it. They mention 1882 on Live at the BBC as well. This is a Dorsey Burnett number, brother of Johnny Burnett, called Lonesome Tears of My Eyes, recorded on their very first LP in 1822. <laughs> very good, yeah. Uh-huh. See, I was disappointed that it wasn't a cover of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there's a song called Henry's Blues, uh, a live version from Antwerp. just another 12 bar blues uh, showcase yes after henry had been to 12 bars that evening <laughs> <laughs> god bless him he sounds like uh, clapton his vocals i should say sound like clapton yeah except he's not spewing drunken racism <laughs> at the crowd thankfully no he's not he's also no longer with us so you never know tj give him the benefit of the doubt he could have <laughs> Show me the tapes. Yeah, uh, th- this is one. It's nice to have officially released, but you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to play this one a lot. Yeah, and I, I could see Paul getting very bored when I was listening to this. I was like, I see Paul playing bass, like watching like everyone go out and get drinks or, or wherever they, you know, leaving the stadium to do their. They're like, oh, this is the pee break song, right. and him like just like playing E a lot. As a video of Johnny Depp and Natalie Portman doing sign language plays behind him. (laughs) The the My Valentine bathroom break in his concerts now. The time has come, TJ. After hearing all those songs, what is your one album reconstructed Red Rose Speedway? Tony, I cheated. What do you mean? I've kept Red Rose Speedway exactly as is because I wouldn't change a thing. But released simultaneously because it's 73 is Blue Rose Speedway. You've got the red album and the blue album. These are single discs. But I can't change a thing about Red Rose Speedway. Every element makes it what it is. Well, hold on. What's on Blue Rose Speedway? Side A opens with what I'm calling... The uh, Speedway theme. <laughs> wait, wait, what is it? What? Like it's from a... the gas station Speedway? Speedway. It opens a little like reception from Back to the Egg, where you kind of hear a radio <laughs> tuning and you hear, Around the corner, around the country. And then for no reason, we have the A-Up edited in from the White Album. Sure. And then we and then we go into Live and Let Die. <laughs> now, Live and Let Die, I Lie Around, Seaside Woman, 1882, and Tragedy are my side one. Whoa, whoa. 1882 into Tragedy? Yeah. Okay. Because Tragedy ends the side. But those are some slow songs. I like to, all right, okay. Well, we perk it up because side B begins with I would only smile. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And then we bring it back to the country from Mama's Little Girl and Country Dreamer. And side B ends with the mess into best friend. Nice. Nice. And that's Blue Rose Speedway. Blue Rose Speedway. <laughs> 73, red and blue. Paul doing it too. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love Blue Rose Speedway. I, well, I was not as clever. I'm like, man, chuck those songs out. Here's Red Rose Speedway. <laughs> Fuck y'all. 72 style. Three. 73 style. Recorded in 72 mostly. All right. Double middle fingers. Red Rose Speedway. First of all, different cover. We, we, I don't know. Just put a rose out of, out of some traffic cones. And then uh, and Linda will make it look nice. So we open with Night Out, a proper opener. Best friend in the two hole. Thank you. Into Country Dreamer. So now we're going. We're getting country style. Followed by Hands of Love. Separate. Oh. On its own. Then we go into Loop. Oh, yeah. One kiss to get us back on earth, and then power cut. That that's my side one. Well, how long's your side? <laughs> I tied it. No, it, it, it's it's a CD length. No, I, I it, it's about twenty two. It's it's, it's okay. about as max as you can get for an LP. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then on you flip it, and you get the mess live. Got to do Oriental Nightfish. That is the perfect side oh, two second yeah. song. <laughs> Okay. Or I, I am going to make Oriental Nightfish a, a banger. It's going to be on Stranger Things, just like Lieutenant Pigeon. All right. And <laughs> speaking of which, Single Pigeon is next. Into When the Night. I like those two next to each other. I think they kind of live together that way. Denny gets on there with I Would Only Smile. And then closing with 1882 Live. And that's my side two of the new Red Rose Speedway. New and improved, Red Rose Speedway, reconstructed, more vitamins, more nutrients, more minerals to help you tackle your day after a delicious Kenny Rogers Roasters. Uh, order order the, 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 oh, the chicken deluxe platter with macaroni and cheese Santa Fe style is my favorite dish. Get it, get it soon. Get it from the, get on the airplane and demand your next flight goes into... Singapore. <laughs> Teacher says, fuck me. <laughs> I seriously need to start actually writing down my Kenny Rogers bits because no, I'm you my don't, bro- buddy. <laughs> my I brain mean, is broken. You're, you're proving that improv lives. Oh, yeah. Oh, now I have a single, TJ. The single yeah. is uh, A Side My Love. I decided to keep that. So that's where my love went. Just went on the single. And then the B side we get, Thank You, Darling, because I think that would be a great little B side for that song. Okay, well, Blue Rose Speedway has a single as well. Oh. So I'm very glad you did this. Much like the album, uh, I include a single that's actually on the album, and that single is Live and Let Die with the B-side is the mess, because Live and Let Die is on my album. Yes. I do want to change one thing. I <laughs> want to take oh. the Speedway theme off and put Night Out on. <laughs> I forgot Night Out. <laughs> night Out's meant to be that energy going into Live and Let Die. That's what I want for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But in fairness, unreleased McCartney tracks and gas station jingles have always felt <laughs> one and the same to me. <laughs> well, that's the deep dish on Red Rose Speedway. Overall, a very happy and romantic time in Paul's life. It begs the question, does an artist's art suffer when they are not? <laughs> I just, that wasn't at that. I just passed out. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we'll pick that up next time, TJ. <laughs> TJ, I think you've been listening to Tragedy too long. Excuse me, 1882 into Tragedy. That's hey, some hey, listen, Mister Echoes. <laughs> some sides gotta end slow. <laughs> well, thanks to our producer Casey Baker. Thank you for listening. We are on the the um, Apple and uh, the things where you can subscribe and like it and write us a kind review. We're on the Patreon. Feel free to uh, give us a couple bucks if you're feeling that way, if you can. If you can't, please don't. <laughs> well, if you can't, that's what credit cards are for. <laughs> for spending, rear ending. Untitled Beatles podcast. Like and subscribe. 